Welcome everyone to Kingdom Rock Radio. We pray that you will enjoy today's message. Now here's a sample of what you'll be hearing today. See, this type of word here, where you stand before God and you say, God, what do you mean? I stand before you and I am blameless without one fault? That sort of word or seed would land upon some stony ground because we say, I just, I just reject that. I don't, I don't see myself as holy. I, I just don't see myself as blameless. I just don't see that. I just don't see it. And what you're actually saying is that I don't believe the power of the blood of Jesus has that kind of power to take all of my sins away. Kingdom Rock Radio is an outreach ministry of Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center located right here in Bremen, Georgia. You can connect with us at our website at www.kingdomrock.org. And now, here is today's message. Well, good morning, everybody. Once again, good morning, good morning, good morning. Uh, So glad to see you all in the house of God today. Good morning to our online community. Uh, Wherever you're listening or watching right now, uh, we want you to know that we want you to know that we love you guys and we are praying for you. And thank you for communicating with us uh, by way of our website. We appreciate you letting us know about your prayer requests and how we can uh, pray with you. Uh, So don't forget today when you're logging on and giving us your prayer request, don't forget to log when you when you communicate with us, tell us the name of today's message or the date so that we'll know what what message that you heard that day so that we can be praying with you. Okay, we love you guys so much. And thank thank you also for your faithful giving and your support. Praise God. All right. Well, today we're going to go into a part number five of the series entitled Rediscovering the Kingdom. We are rediscovering the kingdom of God. Say with me, no more toil, no more struggle, no more worry. I receive the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Well, let's go back to the book of Mark. Mark, the first chapter, Mark 1. Mark 1, we're going to just revisit this probably every time we meet. Mark 1, let's look at verse 14 and 15, and it says this. Now after that John was put in prison, Jesus came into Galilee doing what? Preaching the gospel of what? The kingdom of God. And what happened after that? And saying the time is fulfilled. The kingdom of God is at hand. And what is his directive? Repent and believe the gospel. Believe the gospel. So the Lord says change your mind because the the kingdom of God is so radical. It is so radically different than what we've grown up in, than the kingdom of this world. So the Lord said, we got to change our thinking now to receive this new kingdom. Now let's go back to um, Matthew, the sixth chapter. We've got to repent and believe, repent and believe. So Matthew, the sixth chapter, let's let's look at uh, verses 31 through 34. We were here on last time. And as I told you before, really, if you want to understand the kingdom of God, I would start here in the book of Matthew, the sixth chapter, because the Lord is, he's just so wonderful to to explain this to us. Let's look at verse 31. It says here, therefore, take no thought saying, what shall you, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or withal uh, shall ye, shall we be clothed? Verse 32, for after all these things do the Gentiles seek. There's your smiley face, right? It says, the word says, for your heavenly father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. Let's read verse 33 together. Let's read it. Let's go. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, 
and all these things shall be added unto you. Verse 34, take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Now, the Lord said all these things will be added unto you. Remember the Gentiles, those that are without God, the, the godless, uh, they claw and they scheme trying to get things, trying to make stuff happen. God said, I want to give them to you. Because remember, the Lord created us to dwell in the Sabbath day, the day that is without labor. We are to rest. We are to rest in him. Now, there will be some work for us to do because the Lord has kingdom assignments for us all. But that work is to be without toil. That work is to be without struggle. That work is to be without worry. Because when we focus our attention on him and what he's called us to do, everything that we have need of is added to us. When we focus on the kingdom and focus on living righteously, focus on his righteousness, things are added to us. That's our formula. Focus on him, or that is the word says, seek the kingdom of God. That is learn of his kingdom, learn of how it operates, and also seek his righteousness, that is, seek to live righteously, understand his righteousness. We're seeking after these things. As we seek those two, as we seek those two, his kingdom and his righteousness, the result is things are added to us. Make sense? That's the formula. So one plus one will equal the other. Seeking the kingdom and his righteousness will result in all these things being added unto us. Amen. So we're going to talk about uh, what the kingdom means further. And we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about the second part, the righteousness part, the righteousness part. So we're going to discuss the value of right living or seeking righteousness. And then, uh, Lord willing, if today or next week, we'll talk about the value of the kingdom of God. Because the kingdom of God is more valuable than, than we have estimated it to be. Uh, remember the Lord said that we cannot serve two masters. Either we will love one and hate the other. You cannot, I mean, you, or devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon or God and money. You cannot serve the two kings, right? You cannot serve the kingdom of God and the kingdom of darkness. If I were to ask the average, average person, which would you honor more? One million dollars or the kingdom of God? The average person would say, I want the million dollars. Right now, that's I'm just not saying the average person out in the world, but I'm talking about also many Christians would say many churchgoers would say, well, give me the money. The world or some or many place a higher value on mammon than on the kingdom of God. But there is a reason why the kingdom of heaven or the kingdom of God suffers violence and violent men take it by force because some have begun to understand that there's more value in the kingdom than there is in this world. We're going to get to that. I can't wait to get into that. So the formula is, what's one plus one equal to? The formula is seeking what? The kingdom of God. And what's, what's plus what? His righteousness, seeking his righteousness will equal to 
all these things being what? Added unto us. Does that make sense? All right, so we can go to church for years. Again, again, you can be a part of the kingdom of God, but yet live in darkness. Darkness is simply ignorance. You can love Jesus. I love Jesus. I know the word. But yet and still, nothing is added to you. Or it's added with you, added to you with a struggle, with worry, with toil. And that was never the Father's intent. So we can be a part of the light. We can be children of the light, but still walk in darkness. Darkness is, is ignorance. You just don't know. You just don't know. And that this is why one reason the Lord Jesus said that the kingdom, the children of this world, the, the, the children of darkness are more wiser in their generation than the children of the light. Because those that walk in darkness know how to operate the system. They know how to scheme, connive. They know how to do all this stuff. They know how to do all that stuff. But when the Lord says, learn about the kingdom, learn about how it operates, learn how things are added unto you. We say, okay, Lord, that's going to take a minute. It's a lot easier to do this, but it's not easier to go through the world system. You say, but I can see this. I can see if I put in 80 hours, I make this kind of money. I can see that. But the greater kingdom is what we have despised. Got me? Let's look at this. Let's discuss uh, as the Lord takes us, first of all, to 2 Corinthians, the fifth chapter. 2 Corinthians 5. We're going to look at a little bit. Uh, study a little bit about righteousness. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 20 and 21. Now, the word tells us that we are already righteous before, before God the Father. We're already righteous before him. That's what the word says. Let's look at that. And then I'll ask you another question. 2 Corinthians 5, 20 and 21 says this. Now then we are ambassadors for Christ as though God did beseech you by us. We pray you in Christ's stead, be ye reconciled to God. Look at verse 21. For he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made what? The righteousness of God in him. Say with me. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. Now say it like you mean it. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. Let's look at Romans, Romans 3, verse 21 and 22. Let's look at this one. It says, but now the righteousness of God without the law is manifest or is clearly seen, being witnessed by the law and the prophets. In other words, the law and the prophets told you that this day would come. Verse 22 says, even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ unto all and upon all them that believe, for there is no difference. The word says simply here, when you believe in Jesus, the righteousness of God is upon you. You become the righteousness of God. You become right with God when you believe in Jesus. So if you have believed in Jesus, you can say, I am right with God. Say that I am right with God. That's what the word says. But it even goes even deeper. Let's go to Colossians, the first chapter, Colossians 1. Uh, Colossians 1, verse 19 through 22. And we're going to look at this on the New Living Translation. I love the way it reads. It says, for God in all his fullness was pleased to live in Christ. And through him, God reconciled everything to himself, 
He made peace with everything in heaven and on earth by means of Christ's blood on the cross. This includes you who were once far away from God. You were his enemies separated from him by your evil thoughts and actions. Look at verse 22. Yet now he has reconciled you to himself through the death of Christ in his physical body. As a result, he has brought you into his own presence and you are holy. Say with me, I am holy and what blameless as you stand before him without a single fault. So say with me, I am holy. I am blameless as I stand before God almighty without a single fault. Now saying that people say, what? I don't know what you're talking about. You must be lying. I know what you did last night. But there's a, there's what's called a positional righteousness, and there is what's called also a practical righteousness. Your spirit man, as you stand before God Almighty, God does not see one flaw, one spot on you, not one blemish. You are blameless. Now think about that for a moment. You know when they make uh, clothes and, you know, some kind of clothes and they have on their tags, right? inspected by number nine or inspected by this person, that person, right? There are people that are paid to inspect this garment to make sure that it's, it's right. There are inspectors. There are county inspectors. They are paid to, to look at every little thing to make sure it is right. That's what man does. They have man have computers, right? And, and lasers and all this stuff to determine whether or not there is a flaw, whether or not something is broken, they're looking for something broken. Well, that's what man does. God is much better than man. God is much better than a computer. The work that Jesus did for you and upon you is so great that when Inspector God looks at you with the eyes of God, we're going to see this in a minute, with the eyes of God, when the eyes of God looks at you, he inspects you. Not only your physical, but rather your spirit. He looks all up and down you, left and right, up and down, inside and out. And God has made the determination, no flaw, spotless. God says, nothing broken. That's the work that Jesus did. So perfect. That when you stand in the presence of God Almighty, he looks at you and says, blameless. He says, holy, blameless, without one fault. That's the power of the blood of Jesus. And see, this is one thing the Lord says. You've got to seek the kingdom and seek his righteousness. Seek to know your righteousness Seek to live righteously because when you see that and you begin to believe that, begin to accept that. Remember uh, Wednesday night or Thursday night we've been talking about uh, the sower and the seed and how it's important that the seed goes down deep into the soil. 
See, this type of word here, when you stand before God and you say, God, what do you mean? I stand before you and I am blameless without one fault? That sort of word or seed would land upon some stony ground because we say, I just, I just reject that. I don't, I don't see myself as holy. I, I just don't see myself as blameless. I just don't see that. I just don't see it. And what you're actually saying is that I don't believe the power of the blood of Jesus has that kind of power to take all of my sins away. That is, in fact, what, it, what we're saying. And so when that word comes, it bounces off the soil of the heart. It bounces off of the, of the stones, stoniness of the heart, or it lands among thorns. In the, and, and when that word tries to come up, those thorns choke the word and it becomes unfruitful. But that good heart has no thorns, it has no stone, and it is not immediately rejected as if it's cast by the wayside. That good heart takes that word of God wholeheartedly, takes it deep within, and it will produce a life of righteousness. You get me? Right believing will produce right actions. Say with me, right believing will produce right actions. So the word of God says that you're righteous. We must agree and say amen. It is so. I am righteous before God. Now, if the word is telling us, and it is telling us that you are righteous before God, that you are blameless before, before God, why does the Lord tell us to seek righteousness, to seek after living righteous? If I'm already righteous, well, like we said before, there is something called positional righteousness before God. When father looks at you, the real you, he sees blameless without a spot or wrinkle. But there is power. The Lord says, seek after it because there's power in agreement. There's power in agreement. Power is released when flesh comes into proper alignment with the spirit. Uh, when what's done there also occurs here, power is released. And this is the same thing that the Lord told us uh, uh, to, to say in the model prayer or the kingly prayer. He said, let your will be done in heaven uh, as it is where? In earth. Your kingdom come, your will be done. Same, the same thing happened there, happened here. When there is agreement, God says, I am righteous. And when I seek after living righteously, that means that those two, we are in agreement and power is released. And I'm telling you, the, the gates of hell cannot stop you. No power, no demon can stop you when your life is in alignment with, what, with what's happening there. So you're, you're righteous and in alignment with God and you're confessing that I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus and you're seeking to live righteously. Agreement. Now the Bible says here, the Lord says again, he says, seek righteousness, right? Seek ye first the kingdom of God and it is implied, seek his righteousness. So when you seek after something, we went over this before, when you seek after some days you will find it and some days you will not. But the more you seek, the more you seek, the more you're developing that spiritual discipline, the more you're developing those spiritual habits, and the more you go after it, the more you begin to see that manifesting in your life. You got me? Hallelujah. So what does the Bible mean 
about uh, seeking or what are the advantages of seeking righteousness or or being righteous or living a righteous life? There are several advantages of it. One we know from Matthew, the sixth chapter, you seek in the kingdom and righteousness. We know that all things being added unto you. Let me take you down a road of scripture to tell you some of the results of living righteously. Let's go first of all to the book of Proverbs, Proverbs 16, verse number seven. Proverbs 16, verse number seven says this. What? When a man's ways please the Lord, what happens? He maketh even his enemies to be at peace with him. You're no longer struggling with your enemies. God causes them. God makes them be at peace with you. Look at that. He says he maketh even his enemies. God makes his enemies. God will make your enemies be at peace with you. Isn't that powerful? You're living righteously and God goes before you and quiets them down. He deals with the lions. He deals with the fire. He deals with them. Not you. You're not struggling or toiling with your enemy. When your life lines up with heaven, God gets involved. Are you hearing? Now let's look at this. Let's consider the eyes of the Lord. Say with me, the eyes of the Lord. When you live righteously, you will have access to the eyes of the Lord, the eyes of God. Let's look at this. Let's look at uh, Psalm 34, verse 14 through 19. It says this, depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. Verse 15, the eyes of the Lord are upon them or upon the what? The who? The righteous. The eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous and his ears are open unto their cry. That is God listening to your prayers. Look at verse 16. The face of the Lord is against them that do evil to cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. Verse 17. The righteous cry and the Lord heareth and delivereth them out of all their troubles. Now I've got a testimony about that. I've told some of you about that. I was in a very hard way this week, very hard way, very mental. I was in, Lord, I want to say a mental anguish. Someone had hit my car. My car was parked in the parking lot, minding its own business. When a man came and hit the car, well, to make a long story short, uh, the sheriff came out and said, well, because it was done on private property, there's nothing we can really do. He gave us a blank sheet of paper. We asked for a police report. He said, private property. He gave us a blank sheet of paper and told us to fill it out. I said, what? Man, you. He threw his hands up, got back in his car and went away. I took as many pictures as I could, including the gentleman's driver's license and his insurance card and all of that. Uh, license plate number, all of that. And then he left. And then there I am with my, looking at my car. There was hardly any damage, if, if any, done to his vehicle because his truck had a hitch on it. And it was a, the hitch that dug into the back part of my car. So his vehicle was virtually unaffected. So here I am standing there, my vehicle very much damaged. And uh, so I called his insurance company the, the following day 
And uh, because, you know, it was assured me that they would take care of it. So but I called anyway to make to check and the insurance company had heard nothing about it. I said, OK, fine, fine, fine. And so I said, what do you want me to do, ma'am? She said, well, just wait. I'm sure he'll call. All right. Because he has to call because uh, to, to know that he has to admit liability to it. Because of, of, after all, that could be just somebody's trying to make a claim on his account. You know, just somebody, some, I said, fine, 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 fine. Call back again, got somebody else after you wait a long time. And they told me the same thing. We can't do anything. Who going to fix my car? <laughs> somebody going, and Gladys, somebody going to fix my car. Call back in again a third time. Got somebody else, call this number, call that number, call this number, call that number. Say, what in the world? Who gonna fix my car? All the while they're telling me we can't do nothing because the, 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 the person has not uh, received or proclaimed liability, whatever. I said, fine, praise the Lord. So it got up to the point. I finally called somebody and I got someone with an American accent, praise the Lord, that I can understand. Nothing against anybody else. I told the lady when we got on the phone, ma'am, when she picked up after our help was on hold for a long time, I got tired of listening to the elevator music. Finally got on the phone and I told her, I said, ma'am, now I'm heated up. I'm heated up. I've been ignored. And one thing I cannot stand I do not like the feeling of being taken advantage of. I'm being heated up. Same time I'm praying and I'm hearing the Lord say to me, give me examples about Jesus. Yeah, you know, Jesus wasn't at fault either, son. He died on that cross for you and it wasn't his sin. He didn't do it. So you ought to forgive. Yeah, Lord, I, I forgive this man. Yeah, Lord, I forgive. I forgive, I forgive, 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 forgive. But I still want my car fixed. <laughs> so I finally get the lady and I told her, I told her, I said, ma'am, I want to apologize to you before we can even start it. I said, I am angry. But I don't want you to think that my anger is toward you. You have nothing to do with it. But here's what's happening. And she Patiently heard my thoughts and my words. And she said, hold on, sir. We're going to call him right now. I said, thank you, Lord. <laughs> thank you, Lord. So I'm waiting. Back to the elevator music again, but it's okay. Meanwhile, I'm going to have to be on the radio station. I'm going to be on live, and I'm going to have to be bright and cheerful. Praise the Lord. The clock is ticking. I'm going to have to be on. I told the lady, I said, ma'am, if, if, if you come back and I'm not here, I'm on the radio live, da-da-da. And I told her that. She said, okay, well, I like Christian radio. I said, well, praise Jesus. Thank you, Lord. So she finally came back on the phone. I'm expecting. She said, well, I got his voicemail. We still can't do anything because it's mid-liability. We have to make one more phone call. We can only make one phone call a day. I said, okay. Okay. Say, ma'am, I got surveillance pictures too. I got camera pictures. I got pictures. I got photos. I know what happened. I got video. So we got the phone. 
and by this time I'm up to here now. I'm up to here. I'm up to here. Flesh is trying to come. I'm up to here. And so I cried out before the Lord. I cried out before the Lord. The time is still ticking. Tick, 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 tick. I got a few moments where I got to go on the air live. A few moments. The time is ticking. Tick, tick. And I cried out, Jesus. I said, I give it to you. Got on the air. And just a few moments later, because I was just doing a little break or something, but a few, few, few moments later, not even five minutes later, the gentleman called me. He said, I'm going to take care of it. I said, Lord, you got him pretty quick. <laughs> he told me, I just talked to the insurance company. If you got any other problem, just let me know. I will. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, the fact of the matter is, the Bible says a righteous cry and the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their trouble. It pays to live righteously. I didn't say it's easy because it's not easy when you feel the spirit of cuss come on you. It's not easy. But you have to make a decision. I will live righteously. And God hears our cry and delivers. Verse 18, the Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart and saveth such as be of a contrite spirit. Look at verse 19. Help me read it. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but what? The Lord delivers him out of them all. Now that delivers him, that him is all people, man and woman. Don't get caught up in that. Many are our afflictions. Why? Because we're people of light living in the dark world. But the Lord delivers us out of every one of them. But we have to choose to live righteously. Let me show you another one. Second Corinthians, uh, rather, Second Chronicles. Second Chronicles uh, 16, verse 9, it says, For the eyes of the Lord, say eyes of the Lord, run to and fro throughout the whole earth. Why? Why? Why are you searching, Lord? Why are the eyes of the Lord searching to show himself strong in the behalf of them whose heart is perfect toward him? You're walking in righteousness, right? And then it says here, herein, as the Lord deals with other people at this time, he says, herein thou hast done foolishly. Therefore, from henceforth thou shalt have wars. That's unto them. Praise God. But we're going to follow a righteous path. Amen. Let's look, at, let's look at Psalm 33. just want to show you a few before we uh, close out today. It pays to live righteously. Hallelujah. Look at Psalm 33, verse number 18. It says, Behold the what? The eye of the Lord is upon them that fear him, upon them that hope in his mercy. Verse 19. Why? To deliver their soul from death. And to keep them alive in famine. Thank you, Lord. Verse 20. Our soul uh, wasteth, uh, waiteth uh, for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. Isn't that something? Let's look at one more. Let's look at Psalm 84. Psalm 84. I love this. Psalm 84, 
You writing these down if you can, or you listen to it later. Praise God. Psalm 84, verse number 10, 11, 12, and it says this. For a day in thy courts is better than a thousand. I had rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in the tents of the wicked. Verse 11. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. Help me read this next phrase there. Ready? Let's go. No good thing. Say it again. No good thing. One more time. No good thing. One more, one more time. No good thing. One more time, really loud. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. Think about the good thing. He won't hold it back from you. When you walk uprightly, when you walk in righteousness, O Lord, O host, blessed is the man that trusts in thee. Now remember, when your life lines up with the confession of heaven, I didn't say every day that you're going to make it, that you're going to get it. But as you seek after it, as you pursue righteousness, as you pursue holiness and godliness in your everyday decisions, after you pursue it, you're going to find that the things you have need of are added to you. You're going to find the hand of God going before you and helping you out in every situation. Remember, the Lord talks also about hypocrites. A hypocrite is one that, pos- that professes one thing and then does something else. They do the opposite. We are commanded to pursue righteousness. A hypocritical life is not one that will exemplify the power of God. You're not going to see power there in a hypocritical life. Not going to see the power of God. But a life that stands with righteousness, living in righteousness. Again, I'm not going to say to you that you won't slip up tonight or sometime this week. But as you pursue it, eventually you will find it. The closer you pursue, let's say, the closer you go toward, let's say there's some sort of radiation somewhere. How about that? So there's some sort of radiation. I like sci-fi. And the closer you go to the source of that radiation, the more it affects you, the more it changes your body, right? If we were in some type of a spaceship and we leave the earth and head toward the sun, the closer you get to toward the sun, you're going to know it. You will experience changes. The more you pursue righteousness, the more you pursue the kingdom of God and you pursue righteousness, you seek after, you pursue. The more you do that, the more you become like it. Are you hearing? Let me tell you this last thing. As you do this, you're going to have little perfect moments, little pockets of heaven as the supernatural intervenes or comes into contact with the natural. I was riding down my car just yesterday, going to get my family some, we had Chinese food there, James, had some Chinese food. It was some good Chinese food too. And as I was driving down the road, often, sister, where often I like to listen to some love songs. That's just me, I, I, I do, I do. Yes, I love praise and worship songs, thank God. Sometimes I like to, I like to, Crank up the love songs, Stan. I like, I like it. I just, that's just me. That's just me. And as I was driving down the road, you know, on the way back home, I had a God moment. 
a perfect moment. And I'm beginning to have more perfect moments. It's like when time stands still. And I realize, oh, Lord, you're talking to me. And in that moment, it's, it's almost like a dream. So I feel his presence and we're there together. As this song came on by, um, Lord, I, I can't get her name right now. <clears throat> Patty LaBelle. Thank God for my wife because I told her about this. Thank you. She came on with the song. Um, it went like this. <clears throat> now, don't sue me if I'm singing it right. I'm going to sing it because I want to sing it. I got the microphone, folks, and I'm going to sing it. You may not like how it sounds. You can turn it down, but I'm going to sing it. <clears throat> you see how they treat me online community? You see that? They told me just say the words. But I'm going to sing it anyway. <clears throat> it went like this. She said, um, <clears throat> if only you knew how much I do, I do love you. That wasn't so bad, see? Thank you, Stan. But when I heard those words, if only you knew how much I do, I do need you. It just like time began to slow down. I'm like, oh Lord, you're talking to me. If only I knew how much you love me, how much you need me. I felt the love of God all in that car, and I said, oh, Sissy, this is another perfect moment. Oh, you love me. You love me. I'm not sure who Patty was talking about or singing and all that, but at that moment, it was me and my father. A perfect moment. I'm beginning to have more of those perfect moments as heaven intersects with earth. As I pray, Lord, let your kingdom come. Let your will be done in earth, in me, as it is in heaven, all around me. And I'm beginning to have more of these moments and these revelation and these knowings. That goes on because understand that place is more real than this place. The spirit world is more real than the natural world because the spirit was first. I'm telling you, if we could look into it, we'd see my Lord. And one thing you're going to encounter when we get there, and I pray that we'll encounter it here, is that you'll encounter the love, the rapturing Love of God, the, uh, what, what, I don't know how to call it. It's, it, it's enrapturing. It's, I don't know, I, don't, I can't explain it. It's just all around. It's like a big, it's like when the air hugs you. It's everywhere and it squeezes so much love and acceptance that pours out. This is why I know that scripture it says, um, perfect love casts out fear. When you feel the Father's love and you know his love for you, what can, why, why would you be afraid of anything? And it makes me feel like I'm 20 feet tall and I feel my cape waving in the wind. 
Dun, 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 dun. I feel it. He makes me feel strong. He makes me feel like a superhero, to tell you the truth about it, really. He makes me feel like it. My God, open a window. <laughs> oh my God, I feel like I can fly. I'm telling you. Woo, one day, glory to God, one day. That's woo, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for your word today. Thank you, Lord, for your word and for, thank you, Lord, for your spirit. Thank you for leading us in all truth and showing us things to come. Father, I pray that we would continue to learn of your righteousness, to learn of your kingdom, to seek your kingdom, to seek your righteousness. And I thank you, Lord, because of that, it's a, these other things are add-ons. They'll be added on to us. They are not meant to be in our primary view or focus because you're going to add them to us. You're going to add them to us. You already know the things we have need of before we ask you. All we have to do is seek you. Seek your kingdom. Seek your righteousness. Seek how you do things. Learn of you. And we thank you, Lord, that you fill us with power and great authority. Father, thank you for signs and wonders that shall follow the ministry of our words. And we thank you, Lord, that signs and wonders will follow them that believe. And we thank you, Lord, that as we go forth this week, as we go forth even today, that heaven works with us and we work with heaven and we are led by the spirit and in the spirit and when we lay hands upon the sick they shall recover we thank you lord god that we will go forth and hope will be brought to this world peace will be brought to this world as we are ambassadors kingly ambassadors of the kingdom of god and we stand in righteousness declaring the word of the lord and they shall see the light of christ on the inside of us they shall see the difference they shall experience the anointing and the grace of god that pours out of our lives without measure we thank you lord for the exceeding greatness of your power toward us who believe we thank you lord that it is pouring forth pouring forth every single day thank you lord that we will experience the kingdom of god not just in word but in power not just in teaching but in actual application as we go forth we will see your hand before us Thank you, Lord, that you're with us in our struggles and in our trials. And we thank you, Lord, that as we seek and pursue the kingdom of God, as we pursue your righteousness, we won't have to struggle and toil. We can rest in you. Help us to repent and believe the gospel of the kingdom. We love you today, Father, and I pray your blessings upon our friends that are here, your beloved that are here, and your beloved that is listening and watching from all around the world. I pray, Lord, your glory be revealed to them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you all. See you next week. Bye-bye. Amen. Let's give the Lord a mighty hand of praise. We love you, Jesus. Well, we pray that you were blessed and encouraged by today's message. Don't forget, you can connect with us at our website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can hear today's message as well as the entire series. So check it out today. 
Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. We'll see you on the next time.